Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Northwest Internship Coordinator Travis Klein. And I'm Hannah Christian, the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And today's guest on our show, drumroll, is... Hi, my name is Ryan Talkington. I'm the Senior Assistant Director of Admissions here at Northwest. Excellent. Welcome. Welcome. And I told you I was bad at titles, and then I I really (laughs) blanked on mine in the intro, so I was not lying. (laughs) So welcome. Great to have you here. Well, Ryan, uh, we were just talking. So Senior Assistant Director of Admissions, kind of explain to us what that means. Yeah, so uh, my role here at Northwest, we have a a recruiting team. There's five of us that go out and, and we travel various regions across the Midwest. And as the senior assistant uh, director, I'm I'm directly under Jeremy Waldire. And I kind of am the go-between between him and the recruiters in in some situations. But I also travel for the School of Agricultural Sciences. I recruit in the four-state region of Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, and Missouri. So getting into those high schools as well. So Travis used to be a recruiter. Talk about when you go to the high schools, what do you do? Yeah, so my role is going to look a little different than our regular recruiting staff. So for instance, like our recruiter in Iowa, when, when they go to a high school, they're going to set up that visit with the counselor, probably going to set up in a lunchroom or in an atrium and talk to students about Northwest. My role recruiting for the School of Agricultural Sciences is a little different. I'm going to work with the ag teachers setting up those visits and, and really just take over their classroom for an hour, uh, two hours out of the day. Try to hit you know between three and four presentations a day at several different schools. So Uh, A little different than what the regular admissions recruiters would look like. But I kind of like my position a little more because I get a little more interaction with students or maybe a larger volume of students because it's the whole classroom rather than just students walking up to me. And you don't have to do lunch visits. So that by itself is... That's worth the price of admission just by itself. So before you were a recruiter too, you were a Northwest student. Do you want to talk about uh, what you studied when you went here at Northwest? So I started here at Northwest in the fall of 2017 uh, with an agricultural education degree. I went all the way through that program for three years. And then right before student teaching, I decided to change my major to agricultural science uh, and graduated with an ag science degree in three and a half years. So I didn't student teach, but did everything through that ag ed program. So all the different education courses just didn't actually take over the classroom. How did you come to Northwest? Where are you from originally? Yeah, so I originally grew up in Bowling Green, Missouri, which for those that are listening to this, they're like, where in the heck is that? Uh, It's an hour north of St. Louis, about nine miles from the Mississippi River. So it's four and a half hours from Maryville. And for me, the college decision, I always thought I was going to go to a larger institution like the University of Missouri. I toured those institutions and I was like, holy cow, this is way too big for for me. And actually, Joe Free, who used to be the agricultural sciences recruiter, convinced me to come on a visit here to Maryville. My mom, the entire way, kept saying how far away from home it was. So when we got on campus, I just I fell in love with it. The family atmosphere, uh, I really felt like the faculty and the staff here on campus cared about my success. And that wasn't necessarily found at at the other institutions that I visited. What was it that made you switch from ag ed to ag science? You know, you you mentioned you got pretty far in the in the program right before student teaching, before you switched. What what fueled that decision to make the switch over? Yeah, so that would have been internships. Uh, I actually had the opportunity to do a couple internships in college. Uh, I I worked with an FFA chapter over the summer for an internship, as well as um, I was an ag experience intern 
for MFA Incorporated. So getting to see both sides, whether being in that classroom or going into the industry. And at the time I made that decision, I thought I was going to go into the industry, whether it was in a sales role or customer service. I had opportunities to go that direction. Uh, It just popped up the opportunity to work and and stick back here at Northwest. So I I made that decision to change my major because I thought I was wanting to go into the ag industry uh, rather than in the classroom. How did you go about looking for internships as a student? Where did you find those opportunities? There's this great office on campus called Career Services, uh, and they hold wonderful events. So actually, of those internships I had, I, I found through Career Day on campus. So getting those interview skills with Mock Interview Day and then taking it into the career day and passing out those resumes, I actually had next day interviews for both of them. Um, and that's where uh, I got the, those internships. So through the career services department, as well as disclaimer, I had no idea that you got those <laughs> through career day. So awesome. And actually, before I accepted the position at Northwest, I had several offers for full-time employment through career day as well. So all of it yeah, happened through career day. I wanted to ask about the transition. You went directly from student to staff member, and a lot of us kind of went away and then came back. So what was it like, you know, going from I go to this school as a student to now I work at this place as an employee? What was that transition like for you? I know admissions, you're kind of going out and spreading the word of Northwest, which is actually a pretty awesome job. But but what was it like going from student to staff? Actually, for me, it worked pretty well. Uh, Jeremy and the team over here and, and Mabel Cook made that transition a lot easier. So I actually started as an early outreach coordinator, which is a temporary position. I started that in October. So I was kind of already in that office professional role before the full-time admissions representative position came open. So that transition was fairly easy. On the professional side, I think the the harder part was the social side, because one, I did graduate a semester early. So a lot of my friends were still on campus. And that transition from being a college student to now being a professional was a little harder because they were wanting to hang out till the wee hours of the morning, but I had to give tours on campus at 8 a.m. So that transition was difficult more socially than it was professionally, I think. How did COVID change your role as an ag recruiter? We talked with Jeremy last season, and I think he talked about, you know, recruitment overall and kind of how it changed through COVID. But, you know, you mentioned ag recruiting and going into the classroom. Did that Was that something you were able to do through COVID or was it kind of all different during that time when we were all trying to figure out what was going on? Yeah, it was definitely a, a weird time. So I came in right after it. So I graduated in December of 2020. So I, I guess not after COVID because it's still prime a, time, a, a right? thing, still prime time COVID, but it wasn't when it you know first started. So that spring was actually the first back to travel season, but being that the agriculture and going to more smaller schools, their policies were a little not, I wouldn't say lenient, but a little more accepting to visitors than, than our larger insta- or larger feeder schools were. So I actually got into a lot more high schools than I thought I was going to that first spring. But really doing anything from a virtual visit to zooming into a classroom of 40 students, uh, that's definitely an interesting time uh, to a one-on-one Zoom session where I'm walking students through a virtual tour of campus. So really the shift in, in recruiting through COVID has been really bizarre. And I think the students uh, that we're seeing, the shift in in, in the students coming in is different as well. Uh, Because we're looking at, you know, incoming freshmen now, they were 
freshmen and sophomores in high school whenever COVID first happened. So they uh, have really transitioned to this new normal and are, are really accepting to uh, that, that virtual format that we were uh, running. Now I'm back in person. I would say of my you know 120 to 150 visits, maybe five of them were done virtually. And that's just because it was farther away and it didn't make sense to drive. So it's definitely made it more versatile, I think, when it comes to recruiting students. Why agriculture? Really, I, I've always had a passion for it. So I didn't grow up on a farm, uh, but grew up in a small community. Bowling Green's a, around, well, the population's like 5,300, but there's a maximum security prison. So really about 2,500 people that actually <laughs> live in Bowling Green and can leave. <laughs> live there so, by choice. <laughs> right, right. Live there by choice. Yeah. So small rural community. I was around agriculture all the time. And I really found my passion for agriculture and FFA and really had a great opportunity uh, to sit down because I thought I was going to be a physical education teacher. Uh, I sat down with my dad's ag teacher, actually, uh, Mr. Mallory. He just passed away uh, last spring. He's 103. So oh my, <laughs> just a man full of wisdom. Yeah. World War II <laughs> veteran and everything. So uh, I sat down with him actually at our county fair and I was telling him what my plans were of going into education. And he said, Ryan, have you ever thought about being an ag teacher? And at that point I hadn't, but then I started looking into it and started traveling uh, and seeing schools and, and really looking at that ag education program. I had a really big passion for FFA and, and making that difference in students' lives. So I thought, you know, be an ag teacher. And then when I got to campus, I saw the different other opportunities in agriculture, really working out on the school farm uh, in the swine unit, getting that hands-on experience. That made the decision for me with those internships to then maybe want to lean toward the industry. Tell us more about the farm. We haven't really talked a lot on here about the farm and there's a lot going on out there. So. There is a lot going on. Yeah. So uh, Northwest, we have a 448 acre university farm. It's about four miles from campus. It's diversified crop and livestock. So we have beef cattle, dairy cattle, a swine unit, as well as sheep and goats. And there's also, uh, they rent another 500-ish acres uh, for row crop to feed those animals. So what's great for our students, though, it is a laboratory farm, which is going to be different than a research farm. So laboratory farm being its sole existence is for that hands-on learning for our students. So whether it's our ag business students getting the data and the financial data from that farm to our animal science students going out and preg checking our, our beef cows. It's great that that facility is only four miles from campus. Even better, the university, uh, we just added the Agricultural Learning Center, which is an amazing project. It's a 29,500 square feet lab and exposition space. It's the academic center on the university farm. So we have a meats processing facility that's state inspected. So we can sell the product out of that. We have a processing kitchen in there so students can make a bear cat brat or dream up whatever they wanted to. There's a agronomy lab that was sponsored by Corteva with genetic sequencing equipment in there. And we have a animal science, animal health laboratory as well, and a couple interactive classrooms and 9,500 square feet of open space in the exposition center. So really it is a facility that I can't even fully grasp the functionality of that's going to be in five to 10 years. It's being utilized now. Uh, it opened July 30th. And uh, Dr. Rod Barr, the director of the School of Ag, compares it a lot of times to like flying the airplane while you're still trying to put all the parts in the right places because they moved in that and classes took place there in the fall. So it's still 
with COVID, it's still affecting things, uh, back order on equipment and things like that that's still coming in. Uh, but that facility is going to expand professional-based learning uh, for the School of Ag, uh, but really the university as well and connecting the university and the community to agriculture. So you mentioned that you worked with the swine on the farm. So talk to me about, if I'm a student from Kansas City who's interested in ag, but I don't know anything at all, talk to me about what does it look like to be a student and to get involved and to work at the university farm? Yeah, so uh, there's student employment, and that's what, what mine was through. So I worked out there 20 hours a week. You can apply for it like you can apply to be an office assistant on the university website. Growing up in town, I didn't, I had farm experience, but it was never in the swine industry. So being able to get that experience on campus uh, was huge for me. The individuals, the full-time staff that work out there were great at teaching me everything they, they knew, as well as making sure what I was doing, I, I was being safe. So I was making those right decisions and, and operating equipment in a safe manner. It wasn't like they were like, here is a $200,000 tractor, <laughs> go have fun. You know, they, they train you and really help those students a lot, but not just working on the farm, our classes go out there as well. So say you were a student that was interested in agriculture and you wanted to take an animal science class or a plant science class, you can pull that into your four-year degree program as an elective. Uh, and a lot of students will do that with plant science. It, it, it waives the life science requirement in the Northwest Core. So getting a ag background through that is, is a great option as well. So I'm going to tell a brief story. Sorry to co-op the interview, but so we used to go to the fair every year. And if my brother caught a pig in the grease pig contest, we would raise it and butcher it. So I have grown up, I wouldn't call this a swine operation by any means, but I have raised a few pigs. And one interesting thing about that was we had one that grew up, she was a big old sow and she used to get out and chase my sister. Like this pig had a vendetta with my sister. And so when I think of like working with swine, I think of this giant sow, like chasing my sister around our little two acre lot and my mom with the broom, like chasing the pig, like trying to get it to not eat my sister. So I might have a little PTSD from swine (laughs) production on the small scale level. (laughs) I bet that doesn't happen at the university farm. Probably not. (laughs) You know, I was thinking, you know, gosh, that would have been cool to take a class. But then I was like, well, that's why I didn't take a class out there because I was done with the swine production at that point. Ryan, tell us, what are you looking forward to in the future? I know you say ag education is important to you. What aspects of that do you find to be rewarding or, you know, what are you looking toward in the future? For me, I I think I found that the root of why I was interested in becoming an ag teacher was making a difference in students' lives. And that's why I decided, you know, the role at the university was going to be a great fit for me uh, in the admissions office. I actually recently accepted a position as an academic advisor and student success coach uh, for the School of Education. So I'll be moving over to the Student Success Center and getting to have even more of an impact on on those students' lives and their journey here at Northwest. Being a first-generation student, there's a lot of things you have to figure out kind of on the fly. And so being able to be that contact person in admissions was a great experience for me. But being able to take my knowledge and and things I've learned here in admissions over to the Student Success Center uh, to help those students and, and really have an impact on their journey, whether it's academic, socially, or professionally, what, what have you, uh, just having that impact interaction with students was really important. So that's kind of why I came in thinking 
I have a passion for agriculture. I have a passion for education. Ag education put together, it makes sense. Uh, but really, I narrow that down to just having a, a passion for students, especially college-age students. I think college-age students, incoming freshmen through their sophomore, junior year, it's a really cool time in students' lives. I look back at, at me and how much I've grown and changed in five years. I've been here in Maryville. It's really cool. So being able to see that from an advisor standpoint is pretty exciting. So um, I'm really excited to move into that role uh, and help those education students who, again, have passion for making that difference in students' lives. That's why they're going into education. So I think I'll be able to connect with those students really well. Any advice you would share with students who are maybe thinking about, you know, coming into Northwest or thinking about, you know, studying education, perhaps, you know, you've, you've shared our st your story with us and that's awesome. But any advice for the folks who maybe want to go down a similar path? I think for me, don't, don't be closed-minded. Take those opportunities. When, when you go into a college, whether it's at, here at Northwest or at a different institution, take every opportunity you have that it may be four years, it may be five, six for some students, uh, but take every opportunity as you are there to learn. Every chance you get to uh, learn is a great opportunity, you know, uh, whether it's joining a clever organization, going to career day, going to a concert like SAC's putting on. Those are great experiences that you're not going to have the opportunity to have when you leave here. Northwest is a, a great place and, and something I really hold fondly in my heart. That's why I'm still here. I'm four and a half hours away from home. I never thought that that would ever happen. Uh, I loved it so much. I decided to stick around. But the family atmosphere on campus is great. Something I hate when high school teachers or counselors will say that college professors and staff won't care about your success, uh, whether you pass or fail or getting paid either way. That may be true at other institutions, but it's not true here at Northwest. The, the mission statement of every student every day, you can really tell that it means something and it matters when you're talking and, and visiting with faculty and staff on campus. They want students to be as successful as those students want to be. Any words of wisdom for incoming students? You were very successful, right, at navigating career day, mock interview day, organizations. How do you approach this college journey that you're about to go on? Absolutely. I think that in college, you can have a big of experience as you want to have. If you want to leave college with 10 really close-knit friends, or if you want to leave college knowing half the campus and being on student senate, that's possible as well. It's just kind of what you want to be that defining thing for you. So if you want to be the person that's in clubs and organizations do that. If you want to graduate with a 4.0 GPA, that's where you're going to focus your, your things on. I think that finding that, I would I guess you call it a work-life balance or a school social balance is very important because if your social life's impacting you going to class, that's impacting your schoolwork. And then- That's eventually going to impact your social life again, full circle. <laughs> yeah. So it's all coming back full circle. So when I say take those opportunities, also know whenever- enough's enough and you, you have to focus on what you need to focus on because really you're here as a student first. So you may have to tell people no, and that's something that I'm really bad at. Uh, and I was really bad at it as a student. I was always wanting to do everything and, and be everything. So that would kind of be my piece of advice is find that social balance uh, between school and social life. But also you're going to have way more free time than you ever thought you were going to. Right now, high school students, you're spending eight hours a day, five days a week in class. You may come into Northwest and be in 12 to, I would say 15 or 16 credit hours. So 12 to 15 hours a week, you're going to be in class. There's a lot of extra time. So use that time 
for the best things that you want to use it, whether it's studying, hanging out with your friends, going to those mock interview days and career days, ask questions, utilize those resources on campus. Go take care of the pigs. Absolutely. Yeah. Go, go make your college journey and your personal success network the best that you can. Everybody, I think nowadays is trying to finish faster and faster. And as somebody who finished a four-year degree early, I look back at it. I'm like, college is a great time. So wishing it away or trying to make that happen faster is not always the best thing because you're going to look back at it in a year or two and be like, oh, I wish I could go <laughs> go to those clubs and organizations or um, take a couple more classes or those things. So I guess we would cherish every moment, but also make every moment worth it. Solid advice. So That's brilliant right yeah. there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. We appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, that will do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat. And we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.